We are in the 1010XL podcast studios for episode 49 of River City Hardball, the place to talk baseball in Jacksonville. I'm your host, Andrew Gibson. Coming off of a Hall of Fame vote last night where nobody got in. How about that? Can't believe that. My guest is Rick Ballou from 1010XL. Into the night with Rick Ballou. You can catch him each and every night here on 1010XL. In fact, we're recording this just before Rick's show that goes on the air later tonight. Rick, how are you? I'm well. How you doing, Gibby? Man, I'm miffed by this. Uh, no, nobody voted, nobody elected in to the right. Baseball Hall of Fame last night. What were your thoughts? Yeah, very disappointed. Um, you know, they, it just feels like, um, you know, the the Baseball Writers Association of America, they're so holy. Um, you know, they can do no wrong. They hold people at a much higher standard than I believe they are themselves uh, as far as their overall character. I thought it was a missed opportunity. I mean, everything that's going on right now, football-wise and and everything else, baseball, you know, has really kind of been out of the limelight. Uh, free agency this year, not a huge splash, in my opinion, and an opportunity on a Tuesday night to come out and announce two or three more members uh, to the Hall of Fame, and they did not. So, you know, I'm at a position now, the older that I get, that I'm more forgivable. I mean, it's time to forgive um, what these players did. We all know what happened with Barry Bonds. We all know or believe uh, what happened um, with Roger Clemens. But you've got to put these players in the Hall of Fame. And in my opinion, it's just their own personal agenda. That's the way I look at it. Like they were, um, you know, they, they were stymied or they were blown off during an interview session. Barry Bonds was not a nice guy uh, as a player. And, you know, that's what disappoints me most. Uh, Baseball always misses the opportunity, in my opinion, to do the right thing. And last night's a perfect example of that. Yeah, and, you know, Barry Bonds throughout his career as a player, I mean, he's a jerk, quite quite frankly. And I think, you know, baseball writers still hold that against him. And look, there are going to be people that to this day will still, as evidenced by last night, nobody elected to the Hall of Fame, that hold against him you know, steroids. Do you think Bonds was a Hall of Famer before he took yes. steroids? I, I agree because there were times I, I was looking back today. You, I know you remember the instance when Bonds was walked to the bases loaded. Oh, yeah. And that was, people say, before he got on steroids. He was one of the most feared hitters in, in baseball history, maybe the most feared in baseball history. No question about it. And, uh, you know, it's actually pretty funny if you Google it. In the early 2000s when I was in Chicago, I had his former teammate on, Andy Van Slyke. Mm-hmm. And Andy Van Slyke was the first person who outed Barry Bonds for taking steroids. And it was a pretty big deal uh, for us at the time at Sporting News Radio, it was the first time that Van Slyke came out and said anything about his former teammate. And from then on, it, it obviously grew as we watched what he did in San Francisco. It was pretty obvious with the body change. And then, of course, the Game of Shadows book came out, which I do recommend for any baseball fan. It was a tremendous read. Uh, the whole Balco investigation, those two journalists out in San Francisco did a, a wonderful job, um, you know, with that particular story uh, that involved Bonds and it involved uh, Gary Sheffield, among others. But, I mean, he is the all-time leader in home runs. Um, what he did was absolutely phenomenal. If you want to put on his Hall of Fame bust uh he was marred in, you know, a controversy with steroid use. I mean, that's fine. I mean, that I have no problem with that. But we can't be um, selective here where baseball allows Pudge Rodriguez to get in. 
who took steroids. They allow Jeff Bagwell to get in, who took steroids. And then you penalize Manny Ramirez and, you know, Sammy Sosa and Mark McGuire and Barry Bonds and Roger Clements. You got to be fair here with everyone as far as I'm concerned. And I would say this, Rick, to the baseball writers. I mean, look, baseball profited, baseball prospered during the steroid era. There's no denying that. Nobody can sit there and say that baseball did not prosper off of the steroid era, yet they're going to come back and say, yeah, well, it was great back then, and the the game, we we prospered so much, but we're still going to hold that against you. But, like, you can't – I don't think you can have it both ways, and I think that – you know, sometimes the writers view it that way, right? Yeah, I mean, listen, baseball, is, I mean, it's a it's a real dark history. I mean, you can go to Ty Cobb, who murdered someone. You can go to Babe Ruth, who was notorious for uh, chasing prostitutes and, uh, you know, staying out into the wee hours of the night, uh, drinking beer. You can go through the uh, situations where um, we've had domestic violence where we've had chronic drug use. I mean, Rock Reigns was voted in a couple of years ago. We all know why he was called Rock and him sliding head first because he had cocaine in, you know, in his pants pocket, his back pants pocket. I mean, there's story after story after story. We went through the era of the greenies with the amphetamines. Uh, why is taking steroids not just an accepted part of that era? Everyone did, not everyone, but most did it. The it was punch widespread. And, yeah, the punch and Judy hitters did it. The, the, the get one out left-handers coming out of the bullpen did it. Yet, it seems like the Baseball Writers Association of America and a lot of fans, they want so much to just penalize arguably the best position player of the last 20, 25, 30 years and the best pitcher of the last 20, 25, 30 years. If it was someone else with half the ability... It wouldn't matter that much. You, you don't hear it much with Brady Anderson and Brett Boone and people like that. But you're and listen, Roger Clemens. Okay, you talk about a spurned lover. You know, I despise that man. He he was fat in one game over five hundred his last four years in Boston. Former general manager Dan Duquette said he was in the twilight of his career. He went to Toronto, won back to back Cy Youngs, rededicated his body, even if it was with the use of steroids. Then he went back to New York or went to New York and won the World Series. I despised him, yet I still look at Roger Clemens and say, how can you keep this man out of the Hall of Fame? Yeah, I agree. And, and you know, when you look back to Barry Bonds, I remember um, I wrote actually a pretty lengthy um, report on, on steroids when I was actually in high school. I interviewed a bunch of coaches and asked them about steroid use and what can you tell me about you know your history of of coaching players that you may have known that that had taken them, and really the 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 thing that I came from that with was steroids can help you recover. It can help your body recover. It can help you, you know, do a lot of things, especially as you get older. But what it doesn't do is it doesn't help you with hand eye coordination, mm-hmm. and it doesn't help you hit a baseball. It helps you, you know last longer in the game and and obviously it helps you bulk up in in your testosterone levels doesn't help you hit a baseball i mean i I don't think people i don't know that people really connect that and i'm not saying that what they did was right but i'm all but i am saying that it doesn't help you do everything no i mean it doesn't make your eyesight any better right i mean you still got to have the coordination to see the ball that's coming in it's the hardest thing to do in in sports in general uh to hit a ball that's moving 
And, you know, these players were able to do it. Yeah, the inflated home runs uh, will will certainly add to the argument that, well, you hit the ball farther, you're going to hit more home runs. Okay, I get it, but your point is accurate. What it does is when you're playing five, maybe six games a week and you get ready for that fifth or sixth game and you just don't have it anymore, it's going to give you that extra jolt. It's going to give you that uh, that opportunity to go out there. But, I, I mean, Brian McRae um, is, is a guy that used to be my – Major League Baseball insider when I was working in Chicago. And he told me that in Seattle, they had two pots of coffee. One was leaded and one was unleaded. And the one that was leaded had whatever it was that was in it. I don't know if it was amphetamines or whatever, but this stuff has always been a part of Major League Baseball. And it was accepted during these earlier eras. It's not being accepted now. So, yeah, it's a really bad night uh, for baseball. I, I thought that you know, Schilling should have gotten in. I thought that that Bonds and and Clemens should have gotten in. And I understand the steroid side of things. I don't support it, but I understand it because we've talked about it forever. But then you look at Kurt Schilling, whose political statements have crushed him. That's a whole new can of worms. Yeah, and and it has. And I think with Schilling, I feel like what he did on the field should outweigh what he says on Twitter. And I, I that's the way I feel. Um, I mean, he's one of the most dominant postseason pitchers of all time. His numbers, and I know that you know them, but for those that don't, 11-2 and all-time in the postseason, three World Series, a World Series MVP, um, his ERA just over two, his whip sub one. I mean, he was dominant in the post in the postseason, no doubt. And, and probably his biggest win was, you know, Game Six against the New York Yankees in yep. the American League uh, Championship Series. So only two players in the history of the game who have more than three thousand career strikeouts who aren't in the Hall of Fame. That's Roger Clemens and Kurt Schilling. And listen, the country is divided. Our outgoing president had seventy-five million votes. That means everyone who hears us mention. Kurt Schilling in politics, for every two people, one will agree with us and one will not. So Schilling opened up his mouth. He made some bad business decisions, and I understand that. I don't agree with what Kurt Schilling has said. He's really hurt himself. But these writers have an agenda, and they elected not to vote him in because he supports former President Trump. I take my Heisman vote very seriously. That would be like me. I voted Kyle Trask second this year for the Heisman. That would be like me being bitter because Florida State's been awful this year. Me saying, I'm not going to give a Gator any credit. I'm not going to vote for Kyle Trask. That would be a personal agenda to do something against the player who earned it. These writers, the Baseball Writers Association of America, because of what Kurt Schilling has said politically, they disagree with him so much, they didn't vote him in. Yeah, and you laid it out perfectly. You know, one of the points that I made on Frank's show earlier, our show, was that for, um, Kurt Schilling, 15th all-time in strikeouts. Mm-hmm. Every Everybody ahead of him, is every guy, is in oh, the yeah. Hall of Fame except for Roger Clemens. Yeah, Roger Clemens. And we know that can of worms. Um, a few more minutes here with you, Rick. I know you've got a show to do later. Um, next year, A-Rod comes on the ballot. Oh. Big Poppy come on the ballot. Do they get in next year? Um... They won't vote A-Rod in. You know, you just look at Bonds and Clemens. Poppy's interesting because, you know, it was that story about was there something in a shake that he took or was there not something in a shake that he took? Depending on how you look at and who you, uh, you know, who you listen to, there there's a belief that, that uh, David Ortiz took steroids. Um, I don't know the answer to that question. 
he was a designated hitter. We've seen a couple of DHs go in recently, including Harold Baines and, and Edgar Martinez. There's no question. Both deserve to get in. I got to tell you what, Gibby, based on what we saw last night, though, I don't think anyone at all with any suspicion with steroids is not going to be a first ballot Hall of Famer. So I'll say no. I, I think the, the the one that look to look at next year will probably be Scott Rowland. Yeah. And it's going to be fascinating. Obviously, Schilling now says, take me off the ballot. You know, we'll wait to the Veterans Committee or whatever they rename that committee to be. Ought to do it some years down the road. But, you know, the 10th year on the ballot, it's going to be very intriguing now with, with Bonds and Clemens. Will they get in with that 10th year? I, I'd like to see some... You know, and, and unfortunately, we've lost so many of them uh, recently. We've lost nine Hall of Famers in the last year and a month. Uh, but I'd like to see some current Hall of Famers go to bat for these two. Mm-hmm. I would. I mean, I would just like to see today's current Hall of Famers stand up and say, 10th year of the ballot, Roger Clemens deserves to get in. Barry Bonds deserves to get in. Whether or not that'll happen, we will see. But um, if I was a betting man right now, I would say Ortiz and A-Rod both know as first-time ballot only because the suspicion of steroids. Yeah, Frangie said today he thinks they will get in next year. I don't think so because, look, if you're if that is your line in the sand and you're saying that if these guys took steroids, if they used, yep. they're not in. Well, that's the case with A-Rod. He admitted. It, he did. He, and A-Rod admitted. Some of Admitting those guys, it is smart, yes. by the way. Yeah, that's right. And that's my whole point of this. I mean, you don't have to forget, but— why can't Major League Baseball forgive? Yeah, and I think one of the things that will help A-Rod is that, you know, his analyst work on sure. ESPN, I think that kind of has rehabbed yep. his image a little bit, will help him maybe get into the yep. good graces a little bit uh, with the voters. We'll see what happens. Um, do you think, final question, do you think ultimately Bonds or Clemens will get in to yes. the Hall of Fame? You do? absolutely. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if it will happen next year in year 10. Yeah. If not, I think it will be the, you know, it'll be voted on later on down the road uh, by a veterans committee. Um, yes, I, I just, you know, I, I think she was Joe Jackson and Pete Rose will continue to be the kind of the two uh, black sheep, uh, yeah. if you will. But in my opinion, absolutely. I, I don't know about the voters, although they're taking a lot of heat today. I wonder if they, uh, you know, in effect, change their mind and and here's another reason I, I i almost do wonder if they wanted to create a little bit of not pain but send the message to these guys that you cheated so we're gonna wait until the last possible minute and we'll go in year 10 for those who said no all right we'll give you that vote in year 10 and and vote them in so yeah i i think they have a real good chance to get in next year uh, great conversation on the Baseball Hall of Fame with Rick Ballou. Catch him weeknights into the night with Rick Ballou. I don't know if you're ready to share this or not, but I think you've got a podcast coming up soon, right? Yes, uh, we're going to do a JAG podcast. Uh, we haven't named it yet. We need to come up with it. But uh, Hayes Carline on each and every day, uh, 3 to 6, and then I come on after the fact. Uh, Hayes, the beat writer uh, of the JAGs, and uh, I am their sideline reporter getting ready for my ninth year. So, yeah, we're going to have a lot of fun. Just uh, keep a, a weekly Jags podcast, which we'll do here as well on 1010XL and 92.5 FM. Um, we both got vacations coming up in about 10 days, so we're going to start that in mid-February once we get back. 
an exciting time yeah. for Jaguars football for sure. Rick, this was awesome, man. I always, man, appreciate it. Anytime. Yeah, always a Love pleasure baseball. talking baseball with you. Let's do it again yeah. soon. Thanks for All doing right, this. All right, Gibby. Good stuff. All right, Rick Ballou on episode 49 of River City Hardball. Thanks, Rick.